With the 14th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, Vincent Poirier, Javante Green, Robert Williams III, Jimmy Ogilvy, right, Brad Wanamaker, Daniel Tice, Dennis Cantor, Taco Fall, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, from the University of Connecticut. And we are back with From the Raptors Around the League. Uh, Sam and I started or decided that we wanted to start a podcast episode where we just talk about the NBA because obviously we're both huge, huge Celtics fans, but we kind of wanted to start branching out a little bit, you know, discussing other teams, what's going on around the league, and what better time is there to do that than the start of the NBA playoffs. So, uh, but as usual, before we get into that, Sam, my question for you today is what is your favorite meal of the day? to get at a restaurant like if you're going out to eat what's your favorite meal to get that's a good question mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if i have a favorite maybe dinner just because you can eat the most yeah that's fair I-, I always love going out to breakfast i like to go to breakfast though too. yeah yeah i feel that but i know what you're saying because like you can get like a burger and stuff the big thing for me is if i'm gonna go out to a restaurant i want to get something that i can't make at home you know what i'm saying for like sure. i want to get something that i can't make myself so that that's what i always consider when i'm going into it but yeah i thought that was a really simple question you know get it quick out of the way so we can get into discussing these playoffs i personally am more excited for these playoffs than i've been for the playoffs in a long time because i feel like just there's so many matchups that anything can happen so i want to go down the list and we'll start at the top of the east then go to the top of the west and work our way down so uh starting off for me Milwaukee Bucks versus the Orlando Magic. What what's your series? How many games to how many games? Sweep. <laughs> Milwaukee sweep. Yeah, I mean it's not even close. Yeah, no. I, I don't just think so th- those two teams at the bottom of the East are like a guaranteed sweep. Mm, I don't know. I think the Magic are definitely a sweep because of how good the Bucks are, but the Nets have been playing really well in the bubble. We can go to the Raptors Nets already because we already both agreed on the sweep, but I, I feel like the Nets could take a game. I feel like they could. Will it matter? No, but I, I, I don't think, think they're going to take a game. Okay, okay. So, so you have the Bucks but, and the Raptors both sweat sweeps. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I have a sneaky suspicion the Nets could take a game. So, I mean, that's my. It'd be really nice if they could take four. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Then we'd be stuck with the uh, Heat or the Pacers instead. But moving on, Celtics three seed. No, there's no, there's no reseeding. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot how the NBA doesn't do that. I feel like that's stupid. I feel like there should be reseeding. I feel like there definitely nah. should be. No, okay. Well, not in this specific scenario, I suppose. But in general, I feel like it's something they should do. Uh, anyways, Boston Celtics, three-seed versus the six-seeded Philadelphia 76ers. We've obviously discussed this a lot on our previous podcast. But uh, how many games do you have this series going? Celtics in five or six. Yeah. That's what I said. Maybe four. I, I don't know. I'll tell you after today. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Not much to discuss there, but uh, it's just it's just one of those things where will the Celtics play down to the level of competition or not? You know, that that's yeah. the big question. I agree. I agree. Who who's gonna step up? Who's not gonna step up? I mean, Philly's got Embiid, but that's really their only 
concrete weapon. Celtics have four huge weapons. Like we talked about this all week. Yeah. Um, you know, there's really not a lot of room for Philly to make make a dent in the Celtics. Like mm-hmm. they just have so much to use. No, yeah. I know what you're saying. The one thing I am worried about in that series specifically, uh, hopefully we can go in more depth on these upcoming series because the Bucks and the Raptors are just sweeps. But I feel like, you know how Chris Middleton usually destroys the Celtics in the playoffs? Yeah. I'm nervous that Tobias Harris could have one, a couple of those games. That's the only thing that scares me a little bit because he, when he gets hot, he's hot. But he's I don't know, man. Just... I don't know. He just – he doesn't – it's not that he doesn't strike me as a player that can do that. I just don't see him doing that against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. I don't think he's on the same level as Chris Middleton is. No, I in don't general, either. not yeah. not even against the Celtics. Like Chris Middleton's obviously an All Star, mm-hmm. um, but you know Harris really isn't at that level. He's a solid player. Yeah, but like if he was on the Celtics, he might be the fifth option scoring. Maybe maybe he's Gordon Hayward level. Even Gordon, I don't know. I feel like Gordon Hayward's better player no yeah i agree i I think hayward has been at at least better this season i think both are overpaid but still both good players like i don't have a problem with harris i just think he's overpaid for what he is as a player i think last season yeah no i don't know what's happening at his best he's a 20 point per game scorer that can give you buckets and at his worst he scores like 15 points a game and just can't play defense so it's a very wishy-washy thing I'm just saying I feel like he could pop off for a game or two. But in the end, it won't matter because he can't play much defense anyways. So I do have Celtics in five or six as well. Uh, these next five series, the last one in the East and the four in the West, I think we can go in a little more depth in because I think they're going to be much closer than the first three. That's why I ordered them this way. So Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, what are your initial thoughts? You don't have to give me your how many games yet. but. Uh. I feel like the Heat should beat Miami. It, you mean Indiana? The, the Heat should beat the Pacers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I mean. Because they've just, they've just got um, more weapons. Yeah, they're just like a better team. Yeah, I know. Overall, like Jimmy Butler, Bam, all great players. Yeah, I feel like the big thing in that series is going to be Miami shooters. Like Duncan Robinson, Kelly Olynyk, Tyler Harrow, like obviously Butler and Bam are the best players. But what makes Miami so good is their ability to kick it out to the wing and have a player make a shot at any point in time. And that's what like we saw the Celtics play them in the bubble, and that's what killed uh, Boston because Robinson would just draw so many defenders over to him that he'd be able to kick it to Olynyk or whoever else for an easy shot, and then. The Heat have just the ability to move the ball all around the perimeter and just make shots no matter what. But um, then again, Indiana does have Bubble Jesus and TJ Warren. So what do you think about his ability to come come alive in that series? Uh, do you have the stats for when they played the uh, – oh, my God, I keep screwing the teams. When they played the Heat, this bubble, how he did? Uh, they played them twice. They matched up twice, correct, the Heat and the Pacers? Yeah. I can tell you the first game. Let's see here. I can go because I know Jimmy. Game. You know Jimmy Butler's a good defender, so they're going to throw he him did. on him for sure. He did. he did clamp TJ the first matchup. I'm pretty sure. I know. I'm trying to find the game. How long ago was it? Yes, here it is. 
TJ Warren was held to 12 points on five of 14 shooting the first time they played. And that was the only time they were matched up because the Pacers benched Warren the last game. Right. So, and Jimmy Butler dropped 19, 11, five and four steals, <laughs> but he also didn't shoot that well. So you, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't need to be shooting that well per se. Yeah. You just got to have, uh, him playing defense on TJ Warren, Bubble Jesus, so he can't cook the the heat. You know, you can't you can't let him get too hot because he could beat them the way he's been playing by himself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Oladipo's. I haven't been following the Pacers too hard or too much, but uh, I think Oladipo's been okay for them. I think overall the Pacers are just a very wing dominant team, and while the the Heat, I feel like, are pretty wing-dominant as well. They just have too many weapons for the Pacers to deal with, especially without Sabonis. I think if they had Sabonis, that would mean uh, Adebayo would get assigned to DeMontis. But now that Adebayo just has kind of like the freedom to either be on Miles Turner or roam the paint a little, I think Indiana's just kind of screwed. I can see it going like six games, maybe seven, but I could also see the Heat taking it into five. I think it's one of those. Do you know what I'm saying? But I do think yeah. Miami comes I just out. feel like Miami's just a better team overall. Like, yes, Indiana's had a solid bubble moving up all the way to fourth from, you know, they overtook Miami. Yeah. But, you know, Miami's just the better team. There's no question about it. I didn't even. I thought Miami was the fourth seed. Wow, I didn't realize the Pacers climbed. I'm not. No, they, you know, they switched. Not that it matters in the bubble, but, but yeah. Um. So we both have Heat over Pacers. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. So now we have the Lakers versus the Blazers, my favorite series of the first round. That it makes outside of Boston, at least. Um. So what do you, what do you think about Dame versus LeBron? Yeah, I think the Lakers are going to win, like, unfortunately. I, I think the Blazers will give them, like, a hard time, maybe. You, you never know. I mean, the Lakers are probably a team that's just going to flip the switch. Yeah, that's what I'm you're nervous probably, about. You're probably going to be kind of disappointed by this, to be honest. You I know, know, like, know. you're excited for it, but, like, I don't I have know high how hopes. good it's going to be. I have high hopes, man. I don't know. I feel like the Blazers could shock the world here. I think this is the closest, or the, uh, what's it called? This will be the closest we'll have to an eight seed upsetting the one seed in a long time. I think this could go six games, maybe seven games. And I, well, I don't think there's a large chance the Blazers win. I do think they do have a chance, which is crazy because usually the eight seed is just written off. Like, obviously, last year we saw the Clippers almost upset, quote unquote, almost upset the Warriors, but everybody knew that the Clippers weren't going to beat the Warriors. In this one, though, I don't know, man. As an overall roster, I don't think the Blazers are that much worse than the Lakers. Like, obviously, the top two guys in the Lakers are better than the top two guys on the Blazers. But after that, who do the Lakers got? JaVale McGee, like, J.R. Smith, Dwight Howard. I just I just trust the depth of the Blazers more than I trust the depth of the Lakers. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a good point. To be honest with you, like... You're right. I don't, I don't think. Know. I don't think the Lakers are as deep. Mm-mm. That's a great point. I mean, and the Lakers have been playing horrendous in the bubble. Like, like you said, I do expect them to flip some sort of switch and have LeBron like turn it up a notch and have 
Davis, I guess, turning up a notch, even though we haven't seen him like perform amazing in the playoffs outside of that one year they beat the Blazers, ironically. But Dame just won bubble MVP. He's been playing the best basketball of his career, in my opinion. CJ McCollum just had a great game against the Grizzlies. Yusuf Nurkic had an amazing game against the Grizzlies. He's been stupendous in the bubble. He's been outstanding. Uh, Hassan Whiteside's been okay, not great. Melo's been great in the bubble. Zach Collins has looked okay. Gary Trent's on fire in the bubble. Hey, he lit up uh, the Celtics. I know. So, like, just seeing how many different options the Blazers have on offense. And then they're they're the worst defensive team in the bubble. I'm not going to overlook that. Like, they're terrible, terrible, terrible on defense. But the Lakers on defense and offense in the bubble has just been lackluster. So maybe this is just me wanting to see the Lakers lose. But I think Portland has a chance here. I think Dame has a chance to shock the world. Because let me ask you this. Who's guarding Dame? Uh, I couldn't tell right. you. Like who? Like LeBron? Are they going to put LeBron on Dame? And can LeBron keep up with Dame? Like obviously LeBron's a freak athlete, but can he keep up with Damian Lillard? I don't know. I don't know, man. This is where they need Avery Bradley. As weird as it is to say, I think they're going to miss him in this series. So, uh, what's your what's your prediction? How many games? Six, maybe. Okay. Lakers and six? Yeah. I'm reading an ESPN article right now that says, like, that's one of the least likely upsets, actually, in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'd say Lakers and six or seven, but I do think the Blazers have a sneaky chance. Just my personal opinion. Just because of the momentum, if anything, because they're riding a crazy wave right now. Uh, we can move on, though. Clippers, Mavs. Initial thoughts? Um. Uh... I think the Clippers should take care of Dallas. Dallas is a solid team, but like they're not yeah. the Clippers. Yeah, I agree. I, I still think the Clippers are the best team in the West. Really? We can yeah. get to that. We can get to that later, but Well, I mean you um, just you just spent like five minutes breaking down how the Lakers aren't as good as everyone says. You're right, you're right, you're right. No, I would agree. I would agree. I think a while ago They're extremely uh, deep. Exactly. They have the, the best pieces to defend LeBron and Anthony Davis. I mean, what else can you ask for in terms of a team that's going to upset the Lakers? Yeah, no, you're right. I think if this was earlier in the season uh, and the Lakers still had Avery Bradley and, uh, I, I don't know, they were playing at the level they were in March, I would say the Lakers because I know how good LeBron can be in the playoffs, but they've just been so disappointing in the bubble so far. And um, before I continue, also a precursor, I apologize if you guys hear my dogs, but it should cut out in the recording, but just in case. Uh, but yeah, no, I think the Clippers are probably the best team in terms of depth in the NBA. Uh, the only thing that could be, like, the only team that could compete with them, I would say, is Toronto, because they have a lot of depth as well. But um, I think the thing that's going to get Dallas in this series is the defense of uh, LA, because I don't think Dallas's defense is anywhere near uh, they're not even like top 10 in the league they're like bottom five i'm pretty sure in the league dallas is but as good as their offense is i just think the defense of the clippers will just completely overwhelm luca and uh, even Kristaps. i don't know exactly who's gonna guard Kristaps. that could be a good argument but i don't see the mavs getting past five games six games in this series and that's generous uh but what, what do you think 
I probably about that. I mean, yeah. Dallas doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. Clippers do. Kawhi yeah. just came off of leading the Raptors to a championship. Like he knows what it takes to mm-hmm. get done, get things done in the playoffs. I mean, exactly. I agree. I agree. Who do you think guards Kristaps? Though I'm thinking about that more and more. Who's going to guard him on LA? Whoever starts center, Zubac. Zubac can Zubac handle Kristaps though? He's going to have to. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Who else is going to guard him? Maybe they put Kawhi on him. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, that wouldn't be a terrible idea. Like a defense by committee type thing, like we see with uh, the Celtics do against Giannis and or Embiid. I think that would yeah. be fine. But the Clippers have the perfect answer for Luka in either Leonard or Paul George. So I don't think the Mavs yeah, will have a chance. probably going to see um, Kawhi. Paul George on him. Or maybe, maybe Kawhi. It just depends. Probably Kawhi, actually. Chris it just Thompson. depends who, you know, like you say, with Chris Dobbs. No, exactly. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, moving on. Nuggets, Jazz. Uh, what do you think? That's a tough one. Mike mm-hmm. Conley left the bubble, though, even yeah. though he's been, like, terrible yeah. this season. But, like, you know, he's still, like, he's got experience. You know, he went to the Western Conference Finals a couple times with the Grizzlies. Like, he's still a solid player. But he's not yeah. there. That that Denver team is sneaky, like really good. No. People don't talk about them mm-hmm, for sure. So I don't think they get enough credit. I think Denver should win in six. Mm-hmm. I, I would say around there too. I would even argue for five, or I could see Denver sweeping the series, especially because Utah doesn't have Bojan Bogdanovich either, and they've been really missing that shooting in the bubble. Jordan Clarkson. He's a good. He was, he was the number one scorer on the Pacers last playoffs against Celtics because yeah. Old Depot was hurt. So he's a solid player. He has been for a while. Yeah, um, he was the number. Hurt. Yeah, he was the number two scorer on the Jazz this year in general. He's averaging twenty plus points still in Utah. So, I mean, huge loss for them. Uh, the Nuggets have Jokic, Jamal Murray, and then Michael Porter Jr. made an All Bubble team. Like he's been playing out of his mind too, averaging over twenty points. Is Bull Bull still like playing? Is that a think, thing? I don't think he gets as much playing time, but he's not been bad. Like I think he will. I think he'll see some sort of like Robert Williams type minutes, if that makes sense. Like to put he in. He was really terms. hyped up after like the first couple games, like the scrimmages and stuff. Yeah, he's been okay. He hasn't been anything outstanding, but he's definitely been solid. He played 15 minutes in their last game, uh, the Nuggets, and that was, was that a garbage game though. Was that a garbage time game? It looks to be like a normal rotation type game. Michael Porter Jr. didn't play, but like. And no, it was kind of garbage time. Jokic played like 10 minutes. Murray played like 10 minutes. And then like Bates Diop got 24. Dozier got 30. Bobo got 15. Let me go look at some of their like more real games and see how many he got. Like against the Clippers here, how many did – yeah, Jokic played 28. Porter Jr. played 25. Bobo played like nine minutes. So he'll get like – like I was saying, Robert Williams type time then. Yeah, he'll get a little bit. And if he gets hot, I feel like the Nuggets are the type of team that will let him play. Like Mike Ballone, I feel like, is good at knowing when players are about to reach their peak. Like, look at Michael Porter Jr. He he was like, you know what, now we're going to start him for the rest of the bubble. Look at him. He's playing amazing. I feel like he's a good coach at recognizing that type of thing. Um, No, yeah, I just don't think the Jazz will match up well. I think Gary Harris, is, although he's not the best shooter anymore, I think his defense is still amazing. I think he can guard Mitchell well. Uh, Jokic on Gobert, I don't think will be too much of an issue because 
what's so good about Jokic is his ability to find the open man. So as good of a defender Rudy Gobert is, I think if you switch him on to a perimeter guy, Gobert is useless. So yeah, Jokic... well, you've seen it before. Like you've seen the the clip of Curry. I mean, obviously that's one clip, but like exactly. he's he's tall. Like he's not going to be able to keep up with quick players. It's just how it is. Yeah, and I think that's very very few big men can keep up with perimeter players like that. I agree. I think Nuggets take the series in five. If I had to choose a definite number, I'd say five. Uh, Thunder Rockets, the last first round matchup. That's going to be a really good series. I I feel like Houston's just going to win just because of experience, though. Really? I I just think they're more experienced. Harden, Westbrook, they've both both been to the finals, Western Conference finals, time after time. Like, in terms of, you know, like. Chris Paul's never been at the finals. The rest of the team's relatively young. You know, they don't have like a ton of experience. Now, I'm yeah. not saying like they can't win. Like it's not. It's it's very like close, but no, yeah. I mean, I think this is the first series where I disagree with you. Although I do think it will be a close series as well. I think the difference maker though, Stephen Adams, going to absolutely destroy That's, the Rockets. I forgot about that. You're very very right, but I don't know. <laughs> They've been doing that like all season. Yeah. Like, they've beaten teams with like monster players. No, yeah. I, I think this is going to be one of those series where it comes down to if the Rockets hit their threes. If the Rockets hit their threes, they win. But if Steven Adams can clean up the boards to the point where the Thunder are just running and running and running, the Rockets have no chance. Because the Thunder are, I, I don't know the exact stats, but I'm pretty sure they play. Um, they can keep up with the Rockets is what I'm trying to say. Like Shea and Chris Paul, both great defenders. They have the perfect matchup or as good of a matchup as you can ask for against Westbrook and Harden. Like I'm not going to complain about uh, Shea guarding Harden or Chris Paul guarding Westbrook. So I don't think that's the problem. And then they have what? They're going to put PJ Tucker on Steven Adams. And don't get me wrong. Tucker has been great as the center for Houston this season or as good as you can ask him to be. But Steven Adams has been playing out of his mind in the bubble. Like just I watching him in the few Thunder games I watched. Uh well when they played the Celtics, yeah, he was unreal. Exactly. That's he's he's gonna be one of the strongest people in the league. And like they don't have anybody to really like match up with him height wise. So Exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, you're that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. And even when the OKC goes to the bench, uh the Rockets have been running Jeff Green at center off the bench, and then OKC's gonna bring in Nerlens Noel who he's not amazing on offense, but he's quick. He's a good defender. He's, like, athletic. I I just don't think the Rockets are going to be able to keep up with those big men. And while on paper, if you don't watch basketball a lot, like I play 2K, obviously, so do you. The Thunder's depth looks terrible. But in real life, the Thunder have some good depth. Like Lou Dort's a solid player. Basley's been okay for them, or Basley, however you say it. Noel's fine. Schroeder could win six man in the league. Like they've got weapons off the bench, and I don't know if the Rockets have that. Like what? Macklemore's going to come in. Daniel House, if you play him there. Jeff Green, like they're all okay. Austin Rivers, but I don't know. I feel like this is a very even series, and I just think the lack of a big man might kill the Rockets here. I don't yeah. know. It definitely could be their undoing. It really could. So you said you got the Rockets in what, five, six, seven? What Probably think? seven. I think it's going to go. It's going to be a hard-fought series for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with seven, but I might take the Thunder over the Rockets in this one uh, specifically. But 
you know, we'll move on. You want to do some second round matchups now that we got that done? You know, get a little more in depth. We can we can do that if you want. Sure, let's do it. So it would be Bucks Heat. What do you think? I I don't particularly know, but the consensus has been that like Miami has Milwaukee's number, so like it could yeah, be a but... series that uh, yeah. you could see an upset. I mean, it's tough to bet against Giannis, obviously, but the Heat, like I've been saying, just have the shooters and the depth, and the Bucks have some depth, like with George Hill, Arizona Eliasova, but not at the level Miami does, in my opinion. I think this will be Giannis's toughest challenge until, obviously, the conference finals, but I think what's going to be huge in the East, I think, is that the Raptors and the Bucks have two matchups where they should be able to breeze by them, right? And so you think, oh, that's great. They'll get some rest. But then the Heat and we have the Celtics winning are going to be riding this momentum because obviously Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren have beef. So if Butler gets by Warren, he's going to be hyped. The Heat are going to be hyped. They're going to go into the second round with momentum. And same with Boston. If they beat Philly, who is their rival, they're going to ride that momentum into the second round. Meanwhile, the Bucks and the Raptors are going to be coming off, oh, yeah, we just, you know, we beat up on the Nets and the Magic. Like, woohoo. And so I think people overlook that a little bit because these teams aren't realistically that far apart in talent. Like I would say Miami's significantly worse than the other three, but they're still not a bad team. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. while I do think Giannis will probably end up the winner in this series, I think it'll be a lot closer than people expect if this series does happen, obviously. Right. So you think Giannis is going to win the series or you think Miami's actually going to pull off the upset? I mean, I, I don't really – maybe seven games, Milwaukee. Okay. I could see it. I could see it. I'd probably go six games, Milwaukee, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it went to seven. So I can't argue with that one. Uh, so then we have the Celtics-Raptors. I think this would be one of, if not the best series of the playoffs if it happened. I think the Raptors and the Celtics match up really well together or against each other, even though the Celtics did get the obvious upper hand the last matchup. but. What are your thoughts on this potential matchup? I think the Celtics will win in six games. Honestly, they've won okay. three out of four this year against the Raptors. They've looked, they've blown them out twice. I believe the first game of the Garden was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But they've right. played really well against Toronto all year, and I think they have more firepower than Toronto does. And they also, I don't know, they're just, they're just like a little bit above Toronto. Yeah, probably a little bit of bias, but like, no, I, I do. I do really think the Celtics are a better team. I would tend to agree. I think I would disagree on the more firepower part because, well, depends on what you mean by firepower. Do you mean like the Celtics have more talent at the top? Because I would agree with that. Like, I think, yeah, okay, yeah. I thought you were saying more depth because I think Toronto clearly has more depth than Boston does, and that's the one place where it could get sketchy in this series. Because yeah, if well. You also got to think Gordon Hayward might not be there, so it really yeah. just depends. Yeah, because like if Romeo Langford plays even with his wrist injury, I think if he can up his game in the playoffs, obviously he can't replace Hayward, but if he can play to where he can cover up kind of the loss of Gordon Hayward, I think that will help Boston as well. 
But then you got Toronto with like Stanley Johnson had a good game in the bubble, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Matt Thomas, all these weapons off the bench. And I, that was just the deep bench. Like these still have Marcus Saul, Chris Boucher coming off like early. I think that's dangerous because if even like one or two of those guys get hot and Terrence Davis too, I'm just thinking of more players. Like that's terrifying. Fred Van Vliet, but like, he starts for them now. Norm Powell, like they have just so, so many players that can kill any team at any given time. I think it's tough to count them out in any series, and I'm not. I'm obviously not counting them out, but I, I do agree with you. I think Boston has more top end talent. Uh, I think Tatum has been better than Siakam just slightly this season. I think Kemba and Lowry is close. I know you hate Kyle Lowry, but I think it's close. I think Kyle Lowry's a good player. I don't think um, it's that close. <laughs> but then after that, uh, Brown and then if Hayward plays, are just so much better than. Toronto's next guy up and I think that's it's, it's going to be what uh hurts Toronto so I I would say Celtics in six or seven as well so I tend to agree with you there uh the next one we would see in the west is the Lakers versus the Rockets or Thunder depending on who each of us had winning but I think either way I'm going LA here what do you think uh this is Rockets yeah for sure yeah. Unfortunately, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think if they play the Rockets, it's going to be one of those things where who guards Harden and Westbrook, though, again? Because like we were talking about in the Blazer series, they don't really have any guards in L.A. Uh, like LeBron could guard Harden, I suppose. I don't know who else they throw out there, though. Maybe Alex Caruso gets some minutes because as much of a meme as he is, he is a solid defender. Right. I think the Lakers, I mean, the Thunder might have a better chance in this series than the Rockets even just because of the big man. Because, like, we talked about how Steven Adams could kill the Rockets. Just imagine what Anthony Davis could do to them. Like, I I don't know. Then again, the Rockets did destroy the Lakers. I remember it was their first game, first or second game running small ball. And everyone's like, oh, Anthony Davis is going to feast. And then the Lakers got killed. I do remember that in March. So you, you never know. It just goes to show. But um, I'll go Lakers in maybe five, six. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it shouldn't be too much of a series there, to be honest with you. I, I just think they're going to flip a switch. Yeah, makes sense to me. I think LeBron is a, a beast in the playoffs as much as I did, uh, you know, root for Dame Lillard a couple minutes ago. Uh, then we got Clippers versus Nuggets. What do you think? I think the Clippers will win. I don't know. It'll probably be a good series, but I, I just, yeah. I think they're just the best team, man. Like that Clippers team is really good. Yeah, I mean it's tough because the Nuggets, like you were saying earlier, are a really good team with Jokic. I think they're a very unique team, the way they're built. I think, I th- they're an under the radar team for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The more I think about it, the Nuggets are everything the Sixers want to be. A great center a point guard that can shoot the ball, and then a third option that can just get buckets. That's Embiid, Simmons, and Harris, except in Denver it's younger and just better with Jokic, Murray, and Porter Jr. Like Obviously, the Nuggets' core isn't as talented, I would say, specifically, like all around, but they're obviously doing better for themselves because you know why? Because they can shoot the ball. So do you see what I'm saying, the comparison? Yeah, but I I do think LA will get the better of them simply because of defense. I think that's 
what's going to separate the Clippers from the pack, especially because like they're a decent team defense, but their individual defenders are just ridiculous. Like Pat Bev will clamp Murray, Kawhi Leonard will clamp uh, Porter Jr., and then they can just figure something out for Jokic the same way they figured something out for, I don't know, who they play in the first round, Kristaps. So what do you got, Clippers? How many? How many games? Six. Six, yeah, I'd go around them. I could, I could see the Nuggets taking it to seven, but I could also see the Clippers sweeping. It's one of those series where I think the Nuggets are a great team, but the Clippers are just better, so they could do what they want with the Nuggets. Uh, we're in conference finals. Uh, we both picked Bucks, uh, Celtics. What do you think? Try to be as unbiased as you can. <laughs> you know, that ain't gonna happen, man. But I don't know. It's gonna be. I'll tell you why, though. Like, the Celtics have played Milwaukee really good all season. Yes. Okay? I, I think it would be seven games, but I think the Celtics could win. I don't, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I, I just feel like they could win. Like, people are discounting the Celtics, like, a lot. I agree. And, you know, they've got the team. They've, they've got a good team. Mm-hmm. They can play. You've got – they they should have beat Milwaukee in the bubble, and Tatum played terrible. Yes. I agree. With that. So you're taking the Celtics? Seven games, yeah. Seven game Celtics? What do you I think? might. Uh, I'm trying so hard not to be biased because I do 100% agree with you that the Celtics have all the talent and all the roster strength to like win this series. But I just, I don't know, man. Giannis is a beast. And not only is Giannis a beast, but the league knows he's a beast, which is scary because they, they give him calls. Like I'm not trying to say the refs are going to win the series because obviously the Bucks are a super talented roster. They're built perfectly. Like Budenholzer is a great coach. Giannis is a perfect star. Um, Middleton's the perfect co-star, and they have the perfect supporting cast. But like as we saw in that first game against the Bucks in the bubble, the, the league wants Giannis in the game at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like they, very true. They will give him. He's getting the superstar treatment calls. Which it is what it is. LeBron got it for years. Uh, Tatum has come out recently and said he's complaining that he's not getting it. I don't know if you saw that earlier, but uh, uh, I did not. Did you he see was com- Jason Tatum on the uh, the JJ Redick podcast. No, you told me to watch that though. I'm going to go watch that uh, later today, actually. So thank you for good. reminding me. A lot of good gonna, stuff on there. I'm going to watch it tonight. I've been looking for something to watch while I uh, go to sleep, so I'll probably throw that on, but. I think I'd have to lean Bucks in seven, but you bet your ass I'm rooting for the Celtics, and I have 100% faith that they can win the series. But it's tough for me to bet against Giannis as an unbiased like opinion. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, but I don't know. I just I feel like they can do it. No, yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. If we were recording this on a Wednesday with our Celtics podcast or with a guest on a Friday, I'd pick the Celtics. But as an unbiased. Uh, so, I suppose you can call me an analyst. I'll pick the Bucks. Uh, and then Lakers, Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. Ah, uh, this one's so hard for Clippers me. Especially six or seven. Uh, this one's so hard for me because all year I've been saying Lakers, but I feel like I have to pick Clippers because I've been dumping on the Lakers against the Blazers. But I, I just think the Clippers is the best best team out there. I Hands think down. I'm, I'm going Lakers. I think I'm going to go Lakers. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm going to take that back. 
if the Lakers in the first two rounds show that they can play like the Lakers of like January, February, and March, then I'm taking Lakers. But if they come out and like beat the Blazers in six, beat the beat the Rockets or Thunder in like six or seven, then Clippers are gonna roll through them. So, because I do think the Clippers clearly have more depth with like Marcus Morris. I think was a great signing. They've just got the pieces to defend. Yeah, yeah. Pat Beverly, Kawhi, Paul George, like that's a good defensive team. Yeah, I know. And then even when you go to the bench, you still have like scoring options and Marcus Harrell Morris. and Montrez. Yeah, Montrez Reggie Harrell. Jackson too. Like they have a great just overall team. It's just crazy. So I, I think I might actually lean Clippers here now that I think about it more. Even though all year my gut has been telling me Lakers because of LeBron, but I'll, I'll go Clippers and like. LeBron seven. sucks, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, this guy, this guy. Jesus, no, I'll, I'll go Clippers in seven. And then so you had Celtics, I had Bucks in the finals versus Clippers. Celtics, Clippers, who takes the series? Sam. That's going to be a great series because if you look at both the regular season games, like those were probably two games of the year. I agree. Yeah, 100%. And the Clippers came out on top of both of them, though, didn't they? That's not true. Celtics won one? Home team won both games. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. I'm totally remembering it wrong. I'm thinking of another game. Both went to double overtime, though. Yes. Actually, the second game might have went to triple overtime, if I'm not mistaken. They were both really good games. We'll leave it it there. But who do you got then in a seven-game series? This would be the series of the season, I think. I think what – I will say this. Whatever finals there is, I think will be the best series of the whole year, which we couldn't say in years past because, like, the Warriors I feel like, stomp. But I don't know. I feel like it go either way in, like, seven games. I, I can't pick. Yeah. I think the Clippers would uh, – do I think the Clippers could beat the Bucks in a seven-game series? I don't think so. I think the Bucks would win seven-game series against Clips. Honestly. Cause like everyone said that last year about the Bucks and the Raptors, and look what happened. Yeah, I know, but Raptors and six, Kawhi, Daddy, Giannis. Like I don't now think Kawhi's got more again. help. I don't think he'd do that again, though. I think Giannis would roll through the Clippers. Uh, honest to God, like they have the perfect defenders for Giannis, but I don't think they could stop him. Genuinely, especially on the fast break, if Giannis gets a full head of steam, there's nobody in the league that's stopping him. I genuinely believe that. I think the. Bucks would win in seven against the Clips or the Lakers. Hmm. I don't know. It's Milwaukee tough. Is a good team, man. It's, it's just hard. These these things suck. Yeah, it's tough to pick matchups, especially. Game's yeah. tipping like an hour, though, so it's going to be fun. I'm so excited. The first game's Nuggets-Jazz, too, so it's like a decent matchup. I think every first-round matchup outside of maybe uh, – Bucks magic is going to be good. Like I'm even excited to watch Rap- Raptors Nets because I do think the Nets could take a game. I don't so know why, man. Uh, you don't know why the Nets have been good. The Nets team is like well. a G League team. Yeah, but they've been playing so well. Not here with that, bro. No, no, no. Do you know what they went in the bubble? Like it's not amazing, but still, they go 500 maybe. No, they went five and three. And the Celtics demolished him so yeah but like the only game i watched dude i don't know man the nets are solid let me look at what teams they beat you know the nets beat okay the magic that's not a great example hold up (laughs) uh they beat the clippers oh i remember that actually and they beat milwaukee too yeah 
They beat. Nah, they're, they're still gonna lose, man. I'm Kings, telling you, Kings they're still gonna get swept. Great. Nah, dude, I don't think so. I think the Nets take a game and call me crazy, maybe two. Like I, I don't know, especially the way the Raptors Toronto, looked in that but, game. Uh, I don't think so. Especially the way the Raptors looked in that game against the Celtics because they looked absolutely lost. Like even I, I don't care. Like obviously the Celtics outperformed them on both ends, but even if the Celtics had played average and not really good. The Raptors just looked lost. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't look like they couldn't do anything. So, but yeah, those are our predictions. I think Sam picked. Did you end up deciding Clippers or Celtics? No, I didn't decide. Sam has the Clippers or the Celtics in seven uh, in the finals, and I I think I picked the Clippers, Bucks, Bucks in seven. So, uh, those are our predictions. I have a few more topics since we have a little more time here. Uh, the Bulls. Fired their coach, Jim Boylan. It's about time. Been, that guy's a dope. That's what I'm saying. Have you been following him throughout the season? Well, I just all? know, like, they don't respect him. Like, he doesn't have yeah, the locker room. Like, the players don't respect him. Like, he should have been gone a while ago. Yeah, he's, he's a, an absolute moron. Exactly. Did you see what he did with Gafford, Daniel Gafford? No. So, um, they were playing the Mavericks earlier this season, right? And Daniel Gafford lands on the uh, Mavericks player's foot, twists his ankle, oh, goes down. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, he hurt himself, and then he, like, told him to stay in. Yeah, he refused to call a timeout to sub him out. <laughs> Dope. What an idiot. Like, he, he he was like, nah, dude, we don't need a timeout. We're good. And Gafford's there limping across the court. Like, he can't move. Like, he just doesn't get it. Like, I don't know. He's probably a really nice guy. He's just a terrible coach. So. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's a, he's a moron. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, something else, uh, Giannis. This is a little while ago, old news, but got suspended because uh, he, he headbutted Mo Wagner. Dude, what was that anger we saw from Giannis? That was scary. Like, why did he like went full force at him too? Like, what, what was that? Did you see the clip? Yeah, I saw the clip. That's crazy. I don't like, know. it was weird. I think I think it's whack. The NBA only suspended him for a game. I think he should have gotten a bigger. I know. They only suspended him for a game so he could be back. I know, exactly. You just spent like a couple minutes earlier talking about how they don't want to see him not on the floor. They're not going to see him. You're right. You're right. Let me ask you this question, though. Say Draymond Green does that same thing. How many games is he suspended for? Two or three, probably. I agree. I agree. It sucks that superstars get this treatment, but this is not the first time Giannis got suspended. Uh, My brother showed me a clip. Uh, 2015 playoffs, so it was young Giannis, but ran full no, force into him, man. I know, ran, ran full force into Mike Dunleavy and just bodied him and got suspended two games, I think. But I don't know. Giannis got some anger in him. It's kind of scary. You know, was Giannis even a starter then? <laughs> I don't even know, man. He was very, very young in the video. He looked maybe like his second or third year. I doubt he was starting, but it was the end of the game or near the end, end of the third, I think. So maybe you're right. I don't think he was starting. Um, Something else. I have a question for you. Who's the best shooter in the NBA right now? That's my question. Cause Marcus. I have an answer. Who? Marcus Smart. Yeah. Bro, this is the no. NBA show. You can't, become, Marcus. you can't be coming with that here. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's Marcus. tough. He, I think JJ Reddick's a really good shooter. He is. JJ Reddick's amazing. Uh, I think who else is really good, man? I got Duncan he, Robinson though. That's still playing right now. No, you can pick Curry if you want. Yeah, Curry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Curry I mean, yeah. for sure. 
It's tough to argue. I think stand and shoot, though, Duncan Robinson. He's a rookie. Or not technically a rookie, but Duncan Robinson, man, is unlike – he's a green light, anything unlike anything I've ever seen. I, I just – it's it baffles me. Like, we, it's probably been, like, happening, like, and I just haven't been paying attention enough. But Duncan Robinson, I know he is. But he's – it's different, though, I think. I think Clay and Duncan Robinson are more comparable because they're both stand and shoot. Curry makes his own shots. Curry, you know, I'll say Curry's a better overall shooter, but if you're talking in the corner, one shot, like pass him the ball, you need one Still shot. Still picking Curry. Like, I, dude, I don't know. Miss. Man, I, I don't know. I might pick Duncan Robinson right now, especially after the season. I'm going to pick Duncan Robinson over Curry. Get out of here. Stand and shoot in the corner? Maybe, maybe no I way. For, I'm being completely serious. Duncan Robinson doesn't miss, ever. Like he's you love really... Duncan Robinson more than his girlfriend loves him. Apparently, because he's absurd. He, he's oh man, dude. He's just he's just insane. Because you can see how it's not much that he's not good. He's just not better than Curry. Okay, I mean overall overall three point shooter Curry obviously clearly stand and shoot in the corner though. I, I, I don't know, man. I'd pick Clay. I'd pick Clay so over you're Duncan. You're telling me that you would rather have one of them shoot a three instead of Curry in the corner, stand and shoot. Yes, you, it's an easier shot, and he yes. Curry makes shots that are crazy. So exactly. giving him yeah. an easy shot, like I don't understand the logic. Just because you're turning they, down the difficulty, he's not going to get worse. Yeah, but the the amount of like, it's not about the degree of difficulty. I think it's about the quantity because. Clay Thompson and Donnie Robinson shoot that shot more than Curry ever has. So it, it, I don't know. That's my thing there. Like Curry is so used to taking these crazy shots, these top of the key shots. He doesn't get as many corner looks. And that's where Duncan Robinson and Clay Thompson live. Like that's literally. Clay, Curry's spot. not missing. So I, you're not going to convince me. Like you're not going to, I don't think me? you're making any good arguments on this. I don't know, man. I'm just You're making picking... an argument for them being good shooters, but like, yes. and I don't disagree. They're just not better than Curry. No, I and I'm, I agree with you. Overall, not better than Curry. In the corner, stand, stand and shoot. Clay and Duncan. That doesn't make a difference to me. It's an it, easier shot. Yes, but they take it more. So they're just they're just locked on from there. Curry probably practices that shot in the gym uh, like oh hours my. upon hours. I don't. Okay, okay. He's still um, gonna make. It. You no, know, he will make it. It's not it, like he but... comes out in the game and he's never shot before. No, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, Curry doesn't just stand in the corner and shoot threes. That's not his game. That's Clay's game. He could Clay's... if he wanted to. I know he could he's if he wanted than to. That. I know, I know. He could if he wanted to, but he doesn't. Clay does. Because he doesn't have to. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I don't know. You guys You guys tell me. You got, you he's guys more tell skilled me. than those other guys, so he I... doesn't have to do it. I agree. But that's why. He doesn't have to do it, so he's not. He's not. He taking, could do it. I know he could. I, he, I'm not saying he couldn't, but he doesn't. That's the thing. I don't know. I, we we can disagree. We can agree to disagree in this argument. It is what it is. Disagreeing is um, good, honestly. We need to disagree more. Yeah, I know. better we usually, content. We usually do agree a lot. Uh, but say say we're talking in the NBA just right now. Who would you say is the best shooter? Like in the uh, bubble. It, sure, in the bubble, yeah. Who's the best shooter? Right, so let's say the playoffs because the bubble's shrinking again. Okay, yeah, playoffs right now. Okay, so let's you see. Let, let, Damian Lillard's a great shooter. CJ's a good shooter. Uh, Luke is a good two, shooter. I I still think it's two different questions though. 
like stand and shoot versus create a shot. That's two different things, in my opinion. Because Duncan, well, just say three point shooter. Then. I Duncan, I, I will keep riding the wave. Duncan Robinson. If you're trying need... to go through, like, in, I mean, Middleton's a good shooter. Middleton. Uh, Pelicans I... are out, so Reddick's not there. Um, who else you got? I'm trying to go through all the teams quick. I can read off the teams here. I'll, we'll go through the teams real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Bucks, Middleton, Raptors, meh, Celtics, Tatum, maybe, but no pure shooters. Pacers, yeah, McDermott. Nobody's really a. Yeah, McDermott's sharp, sharp. a solid shooter. McDermott's Even though, if you look, I saw like a stat that was like saying, uh, I want to say, one of them was Marcus, and it might have been Jalen Brown was like best shooting off the. Yeah. Like, the off the dribble or something like that Jaylen in the Brown bubble. Get off the dribble, I think. I think it was him. Um. Anyways, Pacers. McDermott's a really good shooter. Dougie buckets. Uh. Heat have Robinson. Olenek solid for a big man at least. Sixers. Ferkin Korkmaz is solid. Low key I mean, sleeper. All all like all the guys on the Lakers are good shooters. Like you know J.R. Smith and Deion yeah, Waiters. Yeah. But they're not. I mean, they're not like elite or anything. Yeah, but yeah. like you know they're still solid. Like um. Who's on the Clippers? Landry Shamit's a Shamit. good shooter. Shamit is. Uh, Jamal Murray on the Nuggets. For sure. Yes. Gary Harris, good shooter. Gary Harris is okay. Yeah, he's been decent. Porter Jr.'s good. Rockets, Harden, obviously. Um, uh, Covington's Harden's, been good. If you look at his percentage, he's really not even that good. Like He just takes a lot. He does take a lot of shots. He just gets to the free throw line really well, yeah. which is a skill. No, yeah, it is. Don't it, get me wrong, but like, just certain, like, you should not get to shoot free throws on a three unless you get absolutely like destroyed. I suppose, yeah, I I can agree with the sentiment there. Thunder have Gallinari's really good. He's a good shooter. Uh, the Jazz Clarkson maybe Mavericks Luca Seth Curry Seth Curry Seth Curry's a really good shooter. Um, and then Dame, I don't know. Who do you think it might be for me? It might be Lillard just to disagree. Yeah. I mean, just to disagree, I would I would agree. I think I think Lillard is the best overall shooter. It's the same argument with Curry, but if you're talking, stand in the corner, make a shot. It's Duncan Robinson, catch and shoot. That's that will continue to be my argument. Catch and shoot, Duncan Robinson, hands down. I don't know if I can argue against Lillard because, like, I don't know. It just he's I been insane. I, I just know for a fact Curry could do it just as well. I mean, it's just not maximizing his potential. That's why he doesn't yeah, do it. Yeah, I I understand. And then the last thing I wanted to ask you to get off the shooters is TJ Warren, obviously, Ben Bubble Jesus, insane. Does he continue this next season? Do you think no. he'll be a 20-point per no. game? Score? No? I don't think so. Really? Uh, maybe because, like, they've seen him do it, so, like, they can trust him. He's got the trust of the team now, so that's, yeah. that's a factor. Mm-hmm. Not positive. I don't really know. I, I don't think so. Because then you're going like, to have teams game planning for him as well. But, I mean, they're NBA players. Like, they're yeah. – everyone in the league can play. It's just a question of – If I'm know, being – yeah, if I'm being honest, do it? I think he'll be their leading scorer next season. If, if you think about the way their roster is constructed. Sabonis, Oladipo. Yeah, but, like, none of them are pure scorers. Like, Sabonis is good Oladipo's at it. a scorer when he's healthy. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really watched a lot of Pacers, but, like, I know – when he was before he got hurt, he would light the Celtics up for thirty yeah. plus almost every yeah. time. I feel like he's more. I don't think he's that same player anymore. I know it's only been a couple of years, but I I feel like Warren 
is going to lead them in scoring. Him and Oladipo, I'll give you that. But I don't think Sabonis is a pure scorer, and he was their leading scorer this year. I don't think Brogdon's a pure scorer, but I think like that's all Warren does. He's just he just gets buckets. Like he doesn't do much else. So I I, I have a feeling he could average like twenty to twenty three points next season. But it's possible. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the last thing I thought of one more thing: who makes the playoffs in the West next year? Or a better question. Who's, I was actually talking about bad. this the other day. It's bad in the because West. the Grizzlies pick. Yeah. So you've got the Grizzlies pick this year. And so the question is, do you want it to stay at 14 or do you want it to hit and then the pick to carry over? Because if you think about it like that, right, what teams – so the Warriors are going to be good again. Yes. Okay. I'll run run down the list for you. How's that? And you can tell me if you think they'll make the playoffs. Warriors, playoffs? Yes. Lakers? Yes. Clippers? Yep. Nuggets? Rockets. Yep. Thunder. Yeah. Jazz? Maybe. Mavericks? I think the Mavericks are going to get better. Yeah. But then you got the Blazers. You got the Suns. You got the Pelicans. Like. That's tough, man. The Grizzlies. The Spurs, I think, will fall off hard. And then the Timberwolves, I don't even think they're going to be too bad, honestly. They won't be great, but then the Pelicans and the Kings. Nice to be in the East. Yeah, exactly. I think if I had to give you eight teams right now, it is tough. If you want to bring up a list of standings on your phone or something, so you can do it. The Grizzlies won't be there. I agree. I don't think the more more I talk about it, I actually do want the pick to hit now. Like I want them to get a lottery pick, but like top four, just so just so the Celtics will get it next year because they're not going to make the playoffs next year. That's for sure. I think I'd go Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Warriors, Mavericks. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, Warriors, Rockets, Thunder, maybe Blazers. But then I'm leaving out the Suns and the Pelicans and the Jazz. So it's hard. The Jazz might be the toughest one out of all. I think I don't think Phoenix is going to be good again. I mean, they did have a good bubble, right? But like all those teams that you listed before them absolutely deserve to be above them. Yes, I agree. The Jazz, I think, will fall out of the playoffs. I I don't know why, but I feel like they might fall out. Especially, you think Donovan Mitchell is going to be a Celtic someday? I think so. I've seen, I've seen the rumors. I do think. I I think he just wants. He loves it. Like he just loves all the people here. Like, like Kemba, like Jalen Brown. Like, (laughs) would that work? That what lineup would we run? I don't know. Maybe he could replace Kemba. I mean, I know he's not point guard, point guard, but like, Kemba's going to be old someday. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Kemba's probably got two or three more years before like he's going to have to move to a bench role or move on somewhere else. Yeah. Hopefully he stays here. I like Kemba. You know, like. But, you know, they're going to have to transition them. I agree. Uh, but, yeah, overall, I think the West is going to be tough. I'm super, super excited for these playoffs. First game starts in about half an hour. So I'll try to get this out for you guys by the time the game starts, depending on how long it takes to load. Uh, I think this was a super successful first NBA podcast. I'm happy with it. Uh, I will still say that Clay Thompson and Duncan Robinson catch and shoot. I would no. take over Steph Curry. But, 
you know, it's our first argument, and I think it was good content. So uh, follow me at Banner Town I would, Jack. like, take the risk of getting <laughs> paralyzed. Like, if, if my – I wouldn't say my life was on the line because, like, <laughs> I'd rather die than be paralyzed. So even worse, I'm dying, right? Like, if, if, if Curry missed, like, a wide-open shot, like, I had to pick someone to make the shot or I'd be paralyzed, it would be Curry. Uh, man, I'd take Clay or Duncan. Stand and shoot. Catch and shoot in a game. He's not going to miss. I, I'm not saying he would miss, but I trust the guys who do it every game more. To be able to do what Curry does, he has to be able to do what those guys do first. Okay. You don't just show up and start running around and drilling three. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, they've been doing it. Curry doesn't, that's not his game. I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but if you're talking in the heat of the moment in the game, Clay and Duncan. I'm Bannertown Jack on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to be starting up the Bannertown USA Instagram, so make sure to follow that as well. And uh, here's Sam to end us off here, Duncan and Clay in the corner. Book it. Um, follow me at Bannertown Sam. Uh, Celtics play today at 6.30. I know this is an NBA podcast, but that's what I care about. Uh, <laughs> game one. Uh, that's our show for today. Bye. <laughs>